You're listening to the Ambassadors in Business podcast, a show that's designed to encourage and equip Christians to be an ambassador for Christ in their workplace. Here's your host, Brian Heath. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number four of the Ambassadors in Business podcast. I'm your host, Brian Heath, and I'm excited to be with you once again. In today's episode, we're going to be continuing with part two of the sermon, Work as Unto the Lord, that I preached at our home church, Faith Baptist Church in Chelsea, Michigan, just a few weeks ago. We're going to continue to dive into what our motivation ought to be behind everything that we do, whether inside the church or outside of the church, at home or in the workplace. Our desire ought to be to bring God honor and glory in all of those things and to approach every task, every job, every responsibility as though we are doing it to please God and not to please men. And now we'll pick up where we left off last time with the message. I pray that it'll be a blessing to you. Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, Every man also to whom the Lord hath given Riches and wealth, and have given him, have given power to eat thereof, to make to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is a gift of God. And sum it up in 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 that verse is saying, hey, everyone that God's given the ability to work and to earn a living, that's a gift from God. That's a gift from God, and we need to be thankful for that. Most people look at work as a bad thing rather than a blessing. Thomas Edison said, opportunity is often missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and it looks like work. Have you ever had a thought, man, it'd sure be neat, man, I'd sure love to do this, and then you think, whew, but that'd take a lot of work, I'm good. I'm okay, I don't need to go do that. I think most of us have had some thought along, similar to that along the way. We need to have an attitude of thankfulness when it comes to work, if we're going to work as unto the Lord. Number two, if we're going to work as unto the Lord, we must maintain our testimony and our character in all that we do. Maintain our testimony and our character in all that we do. As a Christian in the workplace, chances are you are the minority in the workplace. But you have, and oftentimes as a minority, it's really easy to as a Christian to just say, you know what, I'm not going to make any waves. I'm not going to disrupt anything. I'm not going to, I'm just going to mind my business, do my thing, and then let it be at that. And maybe you've never even shared with your work folks about being a Christian. You don't, you've never shared your faith. You've never, never stepped out. You've never uh, attempted to let them know that you're a child of God. But that ought to be the first thing people learn about you. As a Christian, when you meet somebody new, one of the first things they ought to find out about you is that you're born again, that you're a child of God, that you love the Lord. And, and as such, we're commanded in Philippians 1.27, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel. And uh, we're, we, we have, we're to have a testimony. We're to have a lifestyle that speaks of the fact that we love God and we serve him and we have a burden for others. To, to win them to Christ. Um, Billy Graham quote, had a quote that said, the unbelieving world should see our testimony lived out daily uh, because it just might be the, it just might point them to the Savior. And uh, we, are, we have a testimony 
and we ought to maintain it. We ought to be careful what we do in the workplace and think about how does this affect my ability to be a witness, to be a testimony, to influence others for the cause of Christ on the job. Listen, as a child of God, my dad always said, son, you don't always have to be the best employee at work. You don't always have to be the best at what you do, but nobody should work harder than you do. He, he, he said, you don't have to be, you know, you may not be the most talented, but nobody should outwork you at work. As a child of God, and, and you ought to have a testimony that says, you know what, I'm going to give it everything I have, no matter what. Don't be ashamed to be a Christian at work either. The other day, um, I was speaking at a sales meeting at a real estate office and uh, just giving our little sales pitch. There was like 70 real estate agents there. And during their sales meeting, they were talking a little bit about um, kind of the manager was talking about, hey, make sure we have integrity in what we do and what does integrity mean and all this kind of stuff. And so when I got up, I gave my little sales pitch for work. And then I shared uh, um, a topic that I thought would be helpful and encouragement. And I told them that, you know what, this morning, uh, me and my kids were reading in our devotions about Joseph and the integrity that he had and how because of his integrity in every circumstance in life, God blessed him and promoted him and all this type of stuff and made a couple quick applications. I wasn't real preachy, just thought, hey, this might encourage some people. It goes along with what they were talking about earlier and uh, thought it might be a help to somebody. And then a couple weeks later, I spoke with the manager of that office and um, we were having a conversation on the phone and she's like, Brian, uh, while I've got you here, we need to have a difficult conversation. And I thought, well, we just started a partnership with this company and maybe she's about to tell me that they've decided to go with a different company, a different partner, whatever. Nothing like that at all. She said, last time you were at our meeting, you talked about God. And I've had several people come to me and complain about that since then. She said, uh, I really think you ought to be a little more careful and mindful of the situation and circumstances when you're going to talk about stuff like that. And I didn't know what to say to her at first. Like, I sat there, like, silent for a little bit. Like, and I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. She's like, and I know you're a Christian. I've known you for a long time and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, I'm not telling you not to be who you are, but, you know, I just don't want you to uh, offend somebody and lose their business. I said, uh, if somebody's not going to work with me because I'm a Christian and that offends them, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And then I got to thinking and I started to get a little sassy inside, you know. <laughs> and the, the whole mindset of the office there, their whole thing is we love everybody. And you can figure out what all that means. And I said to her, I said, if one of your other employees or somebody got up and talked about being, how proud they were to be a part of this parade or this movement and this and that, and me as a Christian came to you and said, I was really offended by that. Would you go to them and say, you can't talk about that anymore? She said, well, no. I said, why are you pointing me out then? Like, they, I, and I, I, anyway, I could go on and on about that. But, but I, I, I was troubled by that for days, to be honest with you. 
And I was like, how am I going to handle this next time I go in that office? What am I going to do? What am I going to say? Am I going to bow down and say, I'm sorry, I'll never do this again? Am I going to get... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you know what I found? Next time I went to that office, there's uh, one of the agents. Um, I can't remember his first name. His last name's Fox. But he came up to me, and he smiled real big. And uh, he's like, Brother Brian, good to see you. And shook my hand and gave me a hug. And, man, we were talking about the Lord. And, man, so... So while there's opposition out there, and sometimes that can be scary, right? Sometimes that can be intimidating because everybody else is so loud and proud with all that they do, and it can make you feel small and insignificant, but we should not give in to that intimidation. We should not give in to that oppression, and we should be willing to take a stand, be willing to take a stand for what we know is right and not to be ashamed of the fact that I'm a Christian, if God leads me at a, the next time I have an opportunity to speak at that meeting to say something else about what I read in devotions with my kids, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And if they don't like it, that's too bad. But I'm not going to be intimidated into being silent. Not going to be intimidated into being silent. And nor should you. Nor should you. We have a testimony that we have to maintain. And that's part of it. We have to let people know that we're a Christian in order to be able to maintain that testimony at the workplace. We also need to remember that we, it's important that we have Christian character in all that we do. That's part of the testimony. That's part of the testimony. Hard work spotlights the character of people. A man named Sam Ewing said this. Hard work spotlights the character of people. Some people turn up their sleeves, some turn up their noses, and some don't turn up at all. You want to have that reputation as a Christian in the workplace Hey, we got this special project, and oh, well, he's not coming. He doesn't go, well, that's not my job. Why are you doing, that's not my responsibility. Hey, be, be the hardest worker in your workplace. That's a great testimony for a Christian to have. A lazy, grumbling, griping Christian cannot have an effective testimony or witness in the workplace. We've got a responsibility to maintain our testimony. If we're going to work as unto the Lord, be thankful that God has blessed you with the ability to work. Maintain your testimony and character in all that you do. And thirdly, be sure that you can give God glory for what you're doing. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Now I understand the context of the passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. But that phrase applies to all context at the end of the verse. Do all to the glory of God. Have you ever said or heard the phrases, it's good enough for who it's for? Or, well, I can't see it from my house. You know, it'll be fine. I won't see it. Um, I've said statements like that and... Um, made you know foolish comments in jest about that but if our thought and mindset is i'm doing everything i do for the glory of god then that's good enough for who it's for shouldn't apply it ought to be always i'm doing the very best i can because i might be building this for somebody over here but i'm doing it for god and it's part of my testimony and reputation. We ought to seek to give him glory 
in all that we do. The word glory is synonymous with dignity, honor, praise, and worship. So if we're going to find out if what we're doing brings God glory, we just need to ask ourselves some questions. Does the work of my hands, does this job that I'm doing, am I giving God glory and dignity and honor and praise and the worship that he deserves? The word dignity, you could ask this question, does this show God how worthy I think he is? I mean, the God of heaven is worthy of everything that we could ever offer him, every sacrifice, every gift, every service. But the effort that we put in to whatever we're doing, if we're doing it as, as unto God, is, is that effort show God that we think he's worthy of our best? Isn't he worthy of our best? Isn't he worthy of our best effort in all that we do? If, if does what I'm doing, is my attitude at the workplace is the effort that I'm putting in showing God that he's worthy? Does it give God honor? Does, does, does my effort show God the reverence and respect that he is due as God of the universe? Am I able to praise God with what I'm doing and in what I'm doing? Can I give him glory in this? You know, it's a kind of a, a I think it's kind of a silly illustration, but you, many of you have probably seen the movie Facing the Giants. And uh, the coach was giving it a speech in there and at one point, and he said, I want God to bless this team so much that people will talk about what he did. But it, meant, it means that we've got to give him our best in every area. And if we win, we praise him. And if we lose, we praise him. Either way, we honor him with our actions and our attitudes. And I think that's a great quote for life. Hey, in work, if it's going great, you praise him. But if things aren't as good as you hope it's going to be, you praise him. And make sure that your effort and attitude is praiseworthy in that situation. And then worship is synonymous with giving God glory to adore, to pay divine honor, to reverence with supreme respect or veneration. And I'll just make a couple statements about that. Your effort and testimony that you put into your work are an indicator of who and what you worship. Think about that with me for a minute. Your effort that you put into your work is an indicator of who and what you worship, why you're doing what you're doing. You know, as a Christian, I believe God is pleased when we have the testimony that we ought to. But uh, when you go to work, are you doing it for God or are you doing it for you? Are you doing it for praise of man or are you doing it for the Lord? Are you showing him worship in that? Or are you just doing it for your own benefit? So you can ask yourself this question, does what I do and how I do it reveal to others that I worship the God of the Bible? Is there anything about my effort and my testimony here that others can look at and say, that's a Christian right there? Can they point that out? You can also ask yourself a question, does what I do or how I do it hinder my ability to worship God, and to be a testimony for him. Think about your testimony at work. Think about your reputation. You know what your reputation is at work. I'm sure if you're self-aware at all, you know what other people think about you. You know how you behave and act. Does it hinder your ability to give God praise and honor that he deserves? This week, as you go back to work, or young people, as you go into schools, all the same things apply to college students, high school students, everybody. 
Think about, am I doing this heartily as unto the Lord? We could apply it to relationships at home and servants and matter. I mean, there's the context of the passage applies to a lot of different places as well. But whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not as unto men. Just change your focus. Change your Get your eyes off of the people that are around you that sometimes bother you. You know what? It doesn't matter what they do. I'm doing this for God. I'm doing this to please him. And it'll make you a better employee. It'll make you a better husband. It'll make you a better wife. It'll make you a better parent. Do it as unto the Lord and not as unto men. Father in heaven, I love you. Lord, it's been a, a simple thought, but I think something that's applicable for most everyone in this room. Lord, help us to be mindful that our attitude towards what we're doing affects our effectiveness and our ability to serve you. And Lord, wherever, whatever point in life we are, Lord, we have, we have opportunities and times that we can complain and we can grumble. And Lord, help us to uh, have the focus. Like, you know, I may not enjoy this right now, but Lord, I'm doing it for you. I'm gonna give it my best so that you can get glory, so that I can be a testimony and a witness for you. And Lord, I pray that uh, as we leave this place today and go out to our said workplaces or schools or wherever we head from here, Lord, that that would be our heart's desire and attitude. Lord, help me to do this as unto you. Help us to be thankful for the ability to work. Lord, help us to Maintain a good testimony in that. And Lord, may you be glorified as the, with the results of it. Well, everyone, I don't know about you, but I know my heart sure was convicted as I listened to that again during the editing process. I think it's time that we change our narrative and our mindset from, I think that's good enough, or good enough for who it's for, or I'm pretty sure my boss will be okay with my effort that I put forth to asking ourselves this question, would God be okay with the effort we're putting forth? And are we truly doing this with our whole heart as unto the Lord? That ought to be our goal, to please Christ, to please our God in all that we do. Well, I hope this was a blessing to you. If it was, please share this podcast with somebody else and leave a rating or review on whatever platform that you listen to our podcast on. That will be a huge help to us to get the message out to even more listeners in the future. Thank you for your time today. I look forward to our next episode. Talk to you soon, and God bless. Thanks for listening to today's show. There are three ways that you can help us reach more people with this content. Subscribe or follow the show. Leave a review on whatever platform you get your podcasts from and share it with others. Word of mouth is the best advertisement. Thanks for listening to the Ambassadors in Business podcast. Join Brian next time right here.